I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to this special edition of World Weekly from the Financial Times. I'm Gideon Rachman. Today we're discussing the future of Hong Kong with two of the territory's most prominent pro-democracy activists. Joshua Wong, now 20 years old, has been involved in civic protests since he was 13 and was a leading light in the umbrella movement that took to the streets to demand democratic elections for the chief executive of Hong Kong in 2014. And Nathan Law is an elected member of the Hong Kong Legislative Council and, at 23, the youngest ever member of LegCo, though he's now threatened with disbarment. Gentlemen, welcome to London. I think the first question I'd like to ask you, I mean, Joshua... The Umbrella Movement was very dramatic, attracted attention all over the world. Many people now outside Hong Kong have the impression that things have calmed down and that it's all over. Is that right? It's still a battle continuing for us to fight for democracy because under the interference of China government, publisher and businessman criticised on China is being kidnapped and abducted from Hong Kong to China and democratically elected MP in Hong Kong were facing the court case to be disqualified and kicked out from the office. That is, in fact, you, Nathan. You're, you're facing this court case. What Can you just update us on what the situation is and how how hopeful or otherwise are you about the situation you're in? Well, the court case is one of the most serious constitutional crises in Hong Kong's history because the government is issuing court case in order to disqualify legislators who are being democratically elected. The central government, the Beijing government, actually reinterpreted the, or explained the law, explained the constitution in Hong Kong in order to set a trap to intervene in Hong Kong's legal independence and also trying to unseat the legislators by the new rules they set concerning the overtaking section. So the Beijing government is actually uh, publicly intervening Hong Kong's internal affairs and uh, trying to unseat those legislators who have been upholding civil disobedience, participating in uh, umbrella movement and very progressive in democracy. What are your long-term goals? Because I think in Beijing, they think that you want independence for Hong Kong, and they've certainly taught. Is that your goal, Joshua? Uh, we are not the one who advocate Hong Kong independence. What we hope is just achieve general autonomy for Hong Kong to let Hong Kong people rule Hong Kong according to the joint declaration. Right. And, and Nathan, is that your view as well? You're prepared to accept Chinese sovereignty, but one country, two systems is really what you're after. Uh, well, what we are looking forward is that in our political, economical and our cultural governance, that Hong Kong people should decide our own city's governance and future. And it's actually cornerstone of one country, two system. If you look back the things that is written black and white in the Joint Declaration and also the Basic Law, that other than diplomatic and military or national security issue, then Hong Kong's internal issue should not be intervened by the Beijing government. But the truth is, the intervention from Beijing government is getting more vigorous than before. And right. there so you even think things have been changing since Xi Jinping came in in 2012? It's a route that is happening after the Hanover, but especially getting more severe after the term of Xi Jinping. So, I mean, Joshua, I mean, I, I suspect 
that many people outside Hong Kong think in the end it's a losing fight, that, you know, China is huge, they can see the direction things are going in, and that although they may sympathise with you, they think that if Beijing will get what it wants in Hong Kong, are they right? They're not right at all. As I've mentioned, I would say that I bought a year before handover. Before handover, no one expected the result in the umbrella movement create the history of Hong Kong. So, of course, we are facing the largest authoritarian regime in the world, and it's really a long-term battle for us. But hope for the best, prepare for the worst. What we hope is to fight until the day we get back democracy. So even we need to pay a serious price for it, we need to face a trial, and even maybe bankrupt, and we may send into a jail. But fight for democracy, need to pay the price, and we are ready for it. And do you think you've still got widespread public support in Hong Kong? Because, of course, in the Umbrella Movement, hundreds of thousands of people came out. Is that possible again? It's possible for us to have a large-scale occupy action and civil disobedience again. And I still believe we get the majority of Hong Kong people's support. And it's also a reason for us from activists to enter the institution to run in the election. What is also the reason for Nathan to run in the election to legitimize our public support. For the last... Legislative Council election, the turnout rate is actually highest among history. And the support for the pro-democracy camp is over 55% of the popular votes, which is dominant majority in the society. But the like political situation cannot reflect that because of the observed election system in Hong Kong. Yeah, I mean, and one of the very uh, striking things about this movement is how it's led by young people. I mean, Joshua, you mentioned you were born, was it like a year before the handover? Yeah, 1996, now 20 years old. And you started this movement when you were 13. Do you think there's something about the younger generation in Hong Kong that makes it less willing to accept Beijing's rule? What we hope is Hong Kong can be the city that we live with democracy, human rights and rule of law. And compared to the older generation, we have less economic and family burden. So it caught us to be more emphasis and focus on social justice. And I believe before Hanover, no one can imagine university student can lead a social movement or even become the legislator, which means the MP in Hong Kong. Mm. But I think the umbrella movement three years ago and the election last year have proved that young generation in Hong Kong is ready for the fight. And finally, I mean, how much connection do the two of you feel actually to China? I mean, there's a recently, I should say, a movie that's just come out about the whole movement. And Joshua, I mean, you talk in it about your very intense connection with Hong Kong, really, that that's the place you feel patriotic towards. Do you feel a patriotic link towards China? I admit I'm ethically Chinese, but due to being blacklisted by China government and I'm not available to enter mainland China. So it's hard for me to get enough sense of belongings to mainland China because before I hope to learn more about mainland China, the China government refused me to enter already. Yeah. And Nathan, I mean, you were born on the mainland, weren't you, but brought up in Hong Kong. How separate do you think the identity of Hong Kong is from the mainland? Are they really two different places now? Well, I'm deeply concerned with the situation of human rights defenders in mainland China. I think differences of that is for me, I think being a Chinese or being a Hong Kongese doesn't mean that I have to admit the legitimacy of the Communist Party. And for me, as a Hong Kong people, I really treasure the things that Hong Kong have, and I don't want that will be deteriorated by the Chinese administration. So, in, so what you're saying is an important point. It's really not about ethnic identity. It's about the political system. Yes, definitely. I don't think nationalism could override any uh, pursuit of human rights and freedom, and that is what we are looking for. We want a 
Hong Kong with democracy and social justice. Yeah, which brings us back, Joshua, perhaps end on that point, because of course the campaign that got you going initially was about nationalism in the school curriculum. Are you still worried the Chinese government is pushing a kind of unacceptable form of anti-democratic nationalism in Hong Kong? What I worry is the China and Hong Kong government hope to enhance the new generation to embrace the Communist Party of China and force the students to show their loyalty to Communist Party inside the school curriculum. But I still have faith and hope to the next generation, I mean the next generation of mine, which means the children or the student born after 2000. So I think they are the one who are ready to organize the next flight at next fight in the high school. Okay. Thank you very much indeed to Joshua Wong and Nathan Law. Uh, it's good much. to see you in London. Thank you. Thank you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.